Quest Community Church, living life as friends with faith through knowing God, loving others, and making a difference. If you would, read with me 1 Chronicles 16. 1 Chronicles 16, and I'll start at verse 23. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all of the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory do his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. I love it. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord the glory and strength. Amen. Isaiah chapter 43. Starting in verse 1 again. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom. Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you nations in exchange for your life do not be afraid for i am with you i will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west i will say to the north give them up and to the south do not hold them back bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth now see this verse 7 everyone who is called by my name who i created for my glory who i formed and made and verse 21 these are the people that i formed for myself that they may proclaim my glory. Amen. Listen, uh, what I believe with all my heart that today is a day that the, that the purpose of the church and the purpose of every believer. In fact, I can tell you now that what I'll speak about for the next 20 minutes is, is the, the, the purpose of the people of God right now is to, to live a life that glorifies God. It's to live a life with the purpose of your life to be set out to glorify God. The purpose of your life, the intentions of your life, the intentions of every action, the intentions of every thought, the intentions of every word, the intentions of every ministry, the intentions of every activity of the church has to be, must be, in order to glorify God Almighty. Our, every second that we live, every thought that we have, every, every idea that we have has to be focused on the idea of I'm here. I am born. God put me in this place. He knows every hair on my head. That number seems to be getting lower and lower for me. But he, he created me. He formed me. He says he knew me in my mother's womb before I was there. It says before a star was put into the heavens, he knew me. I believe with all my heart that God in his greatness before anything, before the sun, before the moon, before the animals, he knew me. He knew you. He had a plan for me. It says that there's books written of the things that he wants you and I to accomplish. And I know that it, the main, the idea behind the novel of Todd Rose and your book is to bring glory to God. The reason I'm here, the reason you're here, is to bring him the greatest amount of glory that you possibly can. It says 
If you read, again, in Isaiah, it says, everyone who's called by my name, everybody that I created, I created them for my glory. The reason he created you was for his glory, not for yours. We get to be, we get a part of it. And in fact, in Russia, oh my, for, over the years, uh, it's amazing the message that comes in into Russia from the outside. It seems that the over, and when, especially when we have uh, Western missionaries or Western preachers that come in, the message that we get is kind of the, kind of the prosperity message that says, God wants you to be rich. Or the purpose that God has for you is God wants you to be rich. God wants you to be wealthy. He wants you to be healthy. How can you be sick and, and, and show God's glory? Uh, the best way to show the greatness of God is for you to drive a nice car, to have Italian suits and to, to, uh, Versace sunglasses. And you gotta, the, the better you look, the better, the more rich you are, the more influence you're gonna have in society. And can I, can I tell you, I mean, some of that maybe, there's a very, very small part of that I can, I can maybe agree with, okay? But it's focused the gospel message and the power of God on, on me, 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 me. You follow me? It says God wants you to be rich. And in fact, you can read this. I've summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they won't sweep over you. You won't walk through fire. You won't be burned. It says you, you. And the focus all of a sudden becomes on, on me, me, me. But then he says at the very end, don't, don't mistake it. I'm doing these things. I bless you. I make you who you are. I give you your spiritual gifts. I put you in places of influence. I do that. Why? So that you can be glorified. Heavens, no. So that you can bring him amazing amounts of glory. I think we get it backwards sometimes. I think sometimes we focus in on my salvation. We focus on my spiritual gifts. We focus on my my home in heaven that Jesus is the great carpenter they're up putting together in heaven right now. In fact, he's standing at the right hand of God praying for me. And, and we read scriptures like this that says, I can do all things through him. I, I, me, me. And the God of history is saying something completely different. The God of history is saying, do you know what I'm passionate about? I'm not, I'm, hear me when I say this, but I'm not necessarily passionate about you. I'm passionate about my glory. I think God in heaven is saying, do you know what, do you know what I, that really gets my heart pumping is, is, is glorifying my name. Now, in sports, if you would do that, I played sports my whole life, and you, t- you, want, you want attention for yourself. I hate that. I really do. I watch sports, and I see somebody showboat, and I see somebody flamboyant trying to get attention for themselves and, and sponsorship dollars later on. I just, that drives me crazy. Sports is a team sport, right? And, and, and I, I think to myself, why does God spend so much time trying to glorify his name. Why is like glorifying his name so important to him? And I believe here you'll find the, the character of God in that one, one great answer. Certainly, there are many people that look to glorify their names because of some insufficiency inside or some insecurity, if you will. God is not like that. Our God, the God of this book, is not like that. He, does, he seeks out, and in fact, it says that he sent Moses to, to do the miracles that, that he did to, to chase out the gods of Egypt. But why? And it says it very clearly, to bring renown to his name. In fact, it seems that almost everything that God does, he does it to bring glory to, to his great name. Now, does he do it because he's up in heaven insecure, chewing his fingernails, and, oh, I, I want people to know? No. He does it because he knows who he is. 
He does it because he knows there's only one person worthy of such glory in this universe, and it's him. Now, you missed a great chance to raise your hand and say hallelujah, but you'll have more chances later on. (laughs) I'm telling you, God is passionate about his glory. God is, is passionate about bringing glory to his name. And you know what I found? Is that throughout the scriptures, it says just some amazing things. It says, the coastlands praise him. The heavens cry out of his, purpose, of his power. The mountains shout. The seas and everything in it exalt him. The fields even sing his praise. The, tree re- the trees rejoice before him. The wilderness and the city sing a song before the Lord. That's all here. All nation cries out of the glory of God, of the power of God, the majesty of God. But there's one thing that brings God more glory than all of that combined. And it's you. It's you. Because he created you. He created you. He formed you. He had a plan for you before any one of the coastlands were next to the water. Before any star was there. Before any tree started to sing their song. He had a song for you to sing. I believe with all my heart that the, the thing that brings God most glory is when his fallen creation... When people that were lost were rescued by him, he brought them back. Not because of any other reason, because of his great love for us. And that when we, the rebels, the, the rejectors, sinners, the, the, but the people with free will made a choice to live for him. Oh, there's no greater instrument to bring God glory. You were created for the full service, for the sole purpose, believe that or not, to bring God glory. The purpose of your life, the purpose of your life, many of you are in different professions. Uh, some of you are in ministry, some of you are not. It's re- regardless, I'm telling you the purpose of your life, the reason you were born, hear me, the reason you were born was to bring God glory. Amazingly. You're going to bring God glory more than you can ever ask or imagine if you'll make that the purpose of your life. Isaiah 42. This is what the Lord God says. The creator of the heavens who stretches them out. He spreads out the earth with all that springs from it. He who gives breath to his people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep on and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the Gentiles to open eyes that are blind. The free captives from prison to release, release from the dungeons those who sit in the darkness. These are the words that Jesus ascribed to himself when to John the Baptist. Just a, a side note. I am the Lord. That is my name. And there's an exclamation point there. I am the Lord. That is my name. I know who I am. I will not yield my glory to another or my praise to simple idols. See, the former things have taken place and new things I declare before they spring into being. I will announce them to you. I'm God. There's no one like me. And then it brings, then if you look at the scriptures, it's like God or the writer of Isaiah breaks out into song as he sees this and he sings it. It says, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that's in it, you islands and all that live in them. Let the wilderness and its towns raise their voices. Let the settlements where Kether lives rejoice. Let the people of Salus sing for joy. Let them shout from the mountaintops. Listen, 
Let them give glory to the Lord. You see, God is saying here, if you understand who I am, the natural response to my greatness is to glorify me. And I'm not even talking about glorifying you and glorifying God in the 20 minutes here as we sing 10,000 reasons. I'm talking about the three, the 30 billion seconds that we're going to live on this planet. It's the purpose of our life, the, the, the focus of our lives, regardless of profession, regardless of family, regardless of socioeconomical situations. The purpose of your life is to bring as much glory to God and Jesus, our Savior, as humanly possible. That's why you're put on this planet, I promise you. You think I'm wrong? Paul brought, it breaks into in the song when he thinks about the same thing. In, in Romans 11, he, he, he sings, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his past beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? How funny. For from him and through him, and for him are all things. You have no choice but to say the next few words. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. I got to tell you. Uh, so I have a number of people in my church that come up to me and say, help me find my calling. What is my calling? What am, I, what am I called to do? My wife says that all the time. She says, I've got five kids and I was a veterinarian at one time. So what is my, what is my calling in life? You know what? I have, I, I think it's very good to find out. In, in fact, the church, I think it's important that five ministries, uh, teachers, preachers, it's great. Every one of us are gifted differently. And some of us do have a real calling to move in. I, and I believe that with all of my heart. But my, I firmly believe, I'm confident, I, I promise you, I know the answer to this. Is that if you don't know your, your purpose, you may never find your calling. Your purpose. Your calling, I have no idea. But your purpose, I know. Whatever your calling is, how, whatever it is, your purpose is to bring glory to God. And if you're not focused, if your passion is not, if your, your understanding of your life is not the, to bring glory to God, then what good is your calling going to do you? You were given that calling to fill out the purpose of your life. You hear me? And in fact, it's funny. Um, some, my, I work with a bunch of students most of the time. I work in our, I work with Russians in our, our main church, but I work with most of my time is spent with the international students. They're foreigners and I'm a foreigner and we have a great, uh, understanding for one another. I, I've really taken to them and praise God they've taken to me. They're the greatest people. And, uh, this year was a great year for us. We graduated 12 of the best, best international students sent, uh, five of them back to Ghana, somebody to Tanzania and, and a couple people to Nigeria. And just, it was a wonderful, as we saw them going back, uh, to Africa as future doctors. And, but more than that, uh, future lamps, future lights for the kingdom of God throughout all of Indian Africa. I, I, I've got the best job in the world. I really do. I, I mean that. But every year they come to me and I get the same question. Uh, Pastor, um, every, they're all involved in relationships, of, kid, of course. They're probably 18 to 30 in age. And they say, I get the same question every year. Pastor, what is, um, in relationships, how, how, how far is too far? I mean, my hands, my, what, what can I, I mean, biblically speaking, what's legal and what's not legal? And uh, you know my answer? 
as I say, forgive me, don't write me. My email is toddrose at hotmail.com, but you don't have to write me on this. But here's what I say. I say, you know what? Listen, I say go for it. Just to have fun, go crazy, you know, go, you know, whatever. It says all things are permissible and not all is beneficial. I say go for it under two conditions. One is whatever you do, it's glorifying God. And secondly, whatever you do, it's helping the other person better glorify God. If you can do whatever you want to do and, and do those two things, I say hallelujah, right? And it's true. Uh, Augustine says, love God and do what you want. Love God. Do, now, Augustine said that. I say, if you live a life focused, passionate, intentionally thinking, how am I to glorify God? I tell you, you can live that way and kind of do what you want. And I think all the chips will fall in the right places. Listen to me, Psalm 86. I want you to be convinced. I I could give you 50 verses here, but I'll give you like 10 today. Psalm 86. Lord, there is no one like you. No deeds compared to yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you. Lord, they will bring glory to your name. Almost, I mean, do you hear this? It says, whether they want to or not. You're God. You do what you want. And one day, uh, one angel comes down and kills 186,000 people. You're God. And one day, uh, you put all the heavens into place. And one day, you put the earth in its place. You're God. The purpose is, Lord, they are going to bring glory to your name. They can go kicking and screaming. But they're going to bring glory to your name. For you are great and you do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Psalms 96, sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth, sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise, he is to be feared above all gods, for all gods of the nations are simple idols, but the Lord made the heavens splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord all you families of nations, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory that's due his name. Again, glory that's the natural response to his excellence. First Corinthians ten thirty one. Therefore, whatever you do, I love that word, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever it is that you do, do it all for the glory of God. Whatever you do. I was a I think this verse is, sums up the reason why, I, why I'm in Russia right now. I was a banker and sitting in my office, and, and I, I just really felt that, that God was calling me to something different. I hated it at first. I really did. Uh, I had a very, had a very nice life and, and the, uh, the promise of a, of a better one. Every paycheck I had, my TV got bigger and my car got shinier, and my, <clears throat> I, bought a, I bought a house when I was 22, and, and I, but... I was dissatisfied inside with one thing. I don't want to be 80 years old and look back on my life and say, I was a good banker. I want to glorify God. He's great. He's done so much in my life. He saved me. He chose me. He forgave me. He loved me. He adopted me. The God of the universe that could have done so many different things with me. And he says, Todd, I got a plan. It's almost like he said to Moses, Moses, I've got a plan. I'm, I want you to be a part of my plan. 
It wasn't the other way around. He said, I want you, Moses, to be a part of my plan. I'm going to go into Egypt. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to get fame from my name. People for generations. Quest Community Church in 2014 are still going to be talking about what I did way back when. I'm going to do this. I don't need you, but I'm asking you to be a part of it. Would you come with me? Oh, I don't want to. I can't. I can't talk. I can't. I'm not. Moses, I've got a plan. Todd, I've got a plan. I'm going to make my name famous. You want to be a part of it? Yes. Yes, I do. John 8.10, Jesus says, I seek not my own glory, though he was the only one of the 25 billion people that have ever been born on this planet that could, could, could argue differently. Though I seek, I do not seek my own glory, but the glory of him who sent me. The passion of Jesus' life. The overriding drive in his, in his life was to glorify his father. He knew why he was born. First Peter 4, 11. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. So then all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and power forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than what it could ever ask or even imagine. Hallelujah. All the, all the me people say hallelujah. According to his power that is working at work within us. Yes, I want it. More than I can ever ask or imagine. Promotions and money and houses and cars. Yes. Wait a second. <laughs> to him be glory in the church. And in Christ Jesus, throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I tell you, if you have talent, if you're athletic, if you have a job, if you have a large family that seems to be growing outside of your control, I tell you the reason for it is to glorify Him. It's to passionately glorify Him. Everything He gives you, Everything he's given you, everything he will ever give you, everything that you have, education, family, talent, spiritual gifts, physical attributes. I'm telling you, they were given by design. It was all part of his great plan to do what? Friends, you got to see it. To glorify him. And so often, we give God his 10%. We say, God bless us. God glorify us. God lift us up. And we'll give you a little part of it. And God is saying, please, see it differently. God has a great vision. I'll I'll bring it to an end right now. God's vision for the world is in. For me, I see it in Isaiah 6. It says, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood stood two seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. And with two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And they cried out to each other day and night, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Let the whole earth be full of his glory. That's my opinion. Argue me with you if you would like. That that's the plan that God had. That his creation, not just the two billion that call him, call themselves followers of Christ right now, but every person that's ever stepped on this planet, Muslim, Buddhist, Jewish, 
Every one of us was sent here with a, with a plan from God. Every one of us was sent here with a plan of God that we would fill this earth with his glory. I think that that was the plan from the very beginning that we were sent here, every one of us, to fill the earth with his glory. Revelation 15 says the same thing, same picture, but it has a powerful question that I'd like to give to you. It says, the angels were singing, it says, Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord? Who will not bring glory to your name? For you alone are excellent and worthy. All nations must come and worship before you. Who would not? Who would not? Who would not glorify the Lord? God created us with a plan to bring glory to his name. Not just the hour and a half we spend on Sunday morning, but all 30 billion seconds of our lives. It's the focus. I tell you, how do you bring glory to God? I tell you, I, for me, it's simple. Make that the passion of your life. Understand that that's what you were born for. Understand that that's what God sent you on this planet for, was to bring him glory. And then, in an amazing way, you get to partner with him as he glorifies his name through you. John 17, Jesus prayed, he says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all the people that he might give eternal life to all those that you have given him. Now, this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Listen, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had before the world began. Jesus was passionate about God's glory. He lived it. And I I love those words. The hour has come. He's right. It has come. It's come for you and me. Indeed, it has. It's time for us to live a life intentionally living out every second of our day, passionately, intentionally glorifying his name. What's the purpose of your life what's the drive of your life may i challenge you today there's nothing in this life that the natural response to god's greatness to god's power to god's strength to god's love god's forgiveness god's great mercy and kindness towards you but to live a life that would glorify his name who would not glorify god would you pray with me father in heaven in heaven's name Jesus, you alone are God. There is no God like you. There is no one that, with your power, there's no one with your grace and your love and your mercy. You chose us, God, as your people. Not simply to bless us. Not simply to, to raise us up as an example for others, Father. To follow. No, God, you chose us to be your instruments of glory to this world. I pray, God. I know that there are many in this life because of temptations, because of trials, and because of just the, 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 the losing focus that, Father, many of us have lost, lost that, that, the idea that we were born, we were here to glorify your name. I pray, Father, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of, of losing this focus. Forgive us of, of, of just not seeing your greatness. Forgive us with, just, with even tears, Father, just of, of living a life for our own selves, Father. 
of trying to take some of your glory. When you say, I won't share my glory with anybody. Father, I pray, Jesus, direct us on your path. I pray for everybody that hears my voice right now, Jesus, that we would be people with the power of the Holy Spirit, with you walking with us, that bring great, great glory to you. I pray, God, for this church quest in Western Ohio, Father, that this will be a place, Jesus, that so glorifies your name that the the people that don't know you will see you, Father, through the lives and the ministry of this church, Father, and glorify your name forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us at Quest as we walk with one another in friendship while discovering the reality and goodness of God together. For more information and service times, visit us online at gotoquest.org.